Welcome to the Conscious Healing Podcast with Mona Loring. This is a show that marries the mystical with the practical to help you with your spiritual healing. Whether you're newly curious about what's behind the veil or you're well into your spiritual journey, this show offers a grounded exploration into all you've been seeking. Hey everyone, as always, I'm grateful to have you tuning in and I am excited to jump into the topic of past lives together again. I have a special guest interview with author, producer, and thought leader, Laura Saltman. And if you haven't already listened to my intro to past lives episode, I do recommend if you're new to the concept of past lives to go listen to that before this as I laid a foundation that I feel will be helpful for anyone who's not familiar with the subject of past lives because This one's taking the concept about 100 steps further on you. And as always, I like to give you some sort of intro to certain concepts for anyone who is on this journey for the first time. I have known Laura Saltman, albeit not on this spiritual level, but for a long time being that we both come from Hollywood roots. Laura is an author, speaker, digital and TV host, and a mindfulness, meditation, and metaphysical teacher. She is the author of The All of Everything, A Spiritual Guide to Inner World Domination, The All of the All, and The All That Is, a three-book series of spiritual and metaphysical teachings with a modern-day twist. She is the co-creator of The Wisdom of the All, offering a daily dose of channeled spiritual insights. Her next book, titled Wisdom of the All, is due out in 2021. As a television producer, host, and correspondent, she has worked with major national shows, including Today, Access Hollywood, E! News, Designing Spaces, and On Air with Ryan Seacrest. She is currently the creative director and host for Well World TV, a digital network aimed at sharing inspiring and uplifting content. Her popular morning show, Wake Up Well, features guests offering insight and candid commentary on everything from competition to crystal healing. Laura also shares guided meditations weekly on YouTube and Instagram. Welcome to the podcast, Laura. I'm so excited about the topic today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to talk to you and to be here with you. I know we have uh, so much in common in terms of how we both think, act, and speak. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And and even our history of being in, and well, for me, it's not quite history, right? But of being in the business. So we have a lot in common. It's kind of a crazy list. Yeah, absolutely. So the listeners are already aware that today we're talking about past lives. But the twist is that you're going to explain to everyone that past lives are not in the past at all. They're just lives and they're happening simultaneously. And I find this so interesting that you brought it up as something we could talk about today because I've tried to explain this concept to some healing clients because spirits shown me that, for example, the reason why they can't get over a breakup is because it's in a past life that they were in with that person, which actually means that they're currently in a different dimension and why they feel tied to that person because they're still with them in a different dimension. So once spirit told me that, it made so much sense about people's current attachments in their life right now. So I'd love for you to just start there and tell me what you think about that and what spirits told me and we could just dive into everything. Uh, oh, absolutely. I think I have one of those tethered to somebody in this life as well. Um, and so I'll, I'll explain a little bit about that story a little bit later on. But before okay. we start, I just want to do something. And I don't do this with everybody that I do podcasts with, but I want to do it with you because I think it's really important that we make sure that we have the most accurate information coming through our channel. And so if you're listening to this and you're driving, don't close your eyes with us, but I want you to just close your eyes for a second and let's just get connected to our channel so we can really get the information out in the in the best way possible. So I'm just closing my eyes and my intention is to guide us into a conversation that will both expose us and enlighten us to a truth that we have forgotten and are here to remember. So let's put our listening ears on and open up our grateful heart to connect with our spirit, our guides, our angels to bring us this wisdom. 
So that way we're co-creating because we have to make sure that we're co-creating the information because if we're not co-creating, you could be telling information that is in, inaccurate. And so when I write my books, I make sure that I do those sort of opening things. And even when I work with clients to make sure that I'm channeling. So, all right, so let's dive into past life. So in my first book, I was always talking about my past lives because we think of time as very linear on, on earth. That's all we know. That's our um, collective thoughts of linear time. So everything seems like it happened in the past. So Mona, you had a past life um, in the 1800, 1800s where you were um, the principal of one of the very first schools on the planet. Um, I don't know if you know that, but I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> okay. um, so to you, you are now a teacher, and that is something that you are very comfortable with because you've done it before in other lifetimes. To you, it seems like if you tap into that life, it seems like a past life. However, it's actually happening right now. You're doing something right now with your students in your little teeny tiny classroom on a farm <laughs> built out of wood where there's no toilet and the kids have to go to the bathroom outside <laughs> and, um, you know, enjoying a very simple, quiet life there as a teacher. It feels like it's the past, but it's actually happening right now because what, um, you know, in channeling I've been learning is that everything is happening. That's why if you follow Eckhart Tolle, for example, and he talks mm. about now, the power of now, because everything is now, every moment is now, everything is happening simultaneously on this planet, other planets, in the cosmos and beyond. And things are just is. So a lot of what you hear in spirituality is the term either I am, right? Or it is. Mm -hmm. And that's the concept. It is, I am is your recognition that you are happening. That's all there is. It's just, you're happening, right? And it is, is it's just happening. It never didn't happen. It's just the moment is now. And I don't know if to some listeners it'll make complete sense because it is hard to get. You have to evolve yes. to a level of understanding. So, uh, you know, even you and I who are very highly evolved, we still have things that we don't always understand either because we yes. haven't evolved into that <laughs> as well. Correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But and there's nothing wrong, by the way, with teaching it as past lives. Like there's nothing wrong with it. You know, oh my God, I just hit 444 when I said that, by the way. <laughs> I love that. Um, there's nothing wrong with teaching it that way. There's lots of healers on this planet, shamans, gurus that are out there and they're teaching it in that way. And that's fine because for everybody who is learning and remembering, they're at that level of consciousness where that's what they are understanding. But when you tick past that level, that's when you can start to begin to understand that things are not really happening literally, that they're just happening at all time for all time. Well said. Absolutely. So my gosh, where do I even start? It was so funny because I was like, I, do I even need to prepare any questions for this or are we just going to flow? Because I know I'm going to come up with so many as you speak, Yeah. but you know, let's, let's start with how can you define lives as fragmented soul experiences for listeners? Because that is something I got from your, your books. And I just thought that would be such an interesting way for us to also dive into the beginning of the podcast of you explaining what these lives are. Yeah. So my books are channeled. I've written four of them, three of them, which are published and for the fourth one, I'm still uh, working on. And so I'm always learning as I go. And I actually will go back and read my books because they help me understand what's coming and what some of these concepts are as well. So what I've learned through channeling is that, um, we are, you know, we come from one. We are all one. You've heard that term a thousand times. Like we are one. So it's like the way this, the body divides. So it starts from one cell and then that cell splits itself and then that cell splits itself and then that cell splits itself. And that is our entire body. But if you take away any part of that cell, it messes with your homeostasis because that cell that got split a trillion times is all part of that one single cell. So the one cell split itself into infinite cells. So think of yourself as a soul of that one cell and that's your soul. Well, guess what? Then you can fragment your soul into other things as well. So you have that same power of the one to fragment yourself. So all of our lives are simply fragments of the one soul and then us fragmented. So we are living multiple lives in multiple places, in multiple spaces, 
And as much as we want to deny the truth that there are other, you know, planets and solar systems and multiverses, it is true. There isn't just Earth. We're so pompous on Earth, right, Mona, that we really think that we're <laughs> the only thing out there. Like that concept was always so bizarre to me. Like there's only Earth. Nothing else exists out there. We're so <laughs> fabulous. That's such an earthly um, human ego thing, too, for us to think that we're the only thing out there and there's nothing else that exists. But so we have fragmented ourselves all over the cosmos into different bodies or, you know, and, and not everybody is like a human body so that we can learn and evolve and remember the, the main concept of life, which is that we are uh, love. That's who and what we are. We are mm -hmm. love. And so your soul in those fragments are all over the cosmos learning different things about unconditional love here on earth we are here to learn about love through fear that's why earth is a tough place mm -hmm. to live on i had a client this week and she had we got into some of her you know past lives i always say past lives with um, parentheses right it. we got into some of her incarnations and she'd only been on earth 45 times which mm -hmm. is not a lot of times to have been on earth and she was struggling with earth because she just hasn't been here enough she is she's been on other planets learning other things and she's more connected to her fragmented soul on another planet that she has a hard time on earth. And I think that's part of what a lot of people go through who are struggling with some, you know, mental illness problems is they're more connected to another life than they actually are in this one that they're currently remembering. Yes. And, right. And that's all it is. All the only difference about all our other lives is we only remember, we're only remembering, we're only present in this one and understanding this one. But you can attach and get information on all your life, other lives through channeling, through mediumship, through your dreams, through meditation. It's all available to you. Oh my gosh, five questions at once in my mind when you said that. <laughs> I got time. I got lots of time. I got linear time. <laughs> I, I literally, once you finished, I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. Which one do I want to choose next? Um, I think, I think where we should go next with that from right there is telling the listeners, you know, because this is the thing about this podcast is I like to ask the questions that I feel like a listener's going to want to ask as they're listening to it. Right. Because the whole mm -hmm. purpose of this podcast for me is to take you know, mainly people who are new to all of these topics and open them up to the possibilities of what is with, with the slant of always everything healing them. Right. But then yeah. of course, because it's a healing podcast, I also, for anybody who like yourself would be listening, you know, we want to make sure that we have high level concepts that keep them interested and they don't fall asleep listening to us, especially yeah. if they're driving. Right. So yeah. I'm, I, that's why I was just thinking right now, you know, where do I want to go with this next question? I think the next question that I would have if I wasn't aware would be, how do you do that? How can someone through, and that's where I was like, do I want to ask her a dream? Do I want to ask her meditation? So how can, let's say meditation, because that's how I, I access mine. So it's yeah. relatable for me and it'll be good for conversation. So how can someone meditate and access, and as you're saying, channel to access yeah. their past life? Well, I, I want to make, that, I thank you for that question. Cause I want to make it super clear. This is so important because I don't feel like it's out there enough in their, you know, the spiritual communities, people who are starting to arise and awaken in the understanding that you too are a channel, you are a medium, you are psychic, everything that Mona and I can do, you can do too. You just haven't elevated your conscious level to be able to access that. And the, and the way to access that is through working with your conscious mind every single day in every moment, if you need to, in order to understand and recognize that that truth of the universe, that we truly are, you know, a fragment of the one soul. And all of us have access to that one soul and its information. And so when you sit down to meditation, this is your daily bread. Like this is what you eat every single day to in order to grow big and strong. So meditation allows you to grow big and strong. You may sit down in meditation and if you do it one time, is it going to offer you the insight you need? No. Is eating an apple going to make you skinny? No. <laughs> but, I wish but it would. <laughs> I know, right? But if you want to grow big and strong and you eat an apple every single day and you continue to be healthy and you continue the same way with meditation is sit down every day, work towards it, then eventually it's like you're picking up your breadcrumbs and you're following the trail 
to the access of the information where, you know, a few months may go by and then you may get a spark of something and then it just keeps going and going and going. And so meditation is a good one because the, the only way to access the truth of who you are and to access all the information about your other lives is by being quiet and getting rid of our brain. Like yeah. our brain is, is our, um, our torturer because our brain's always mm -hmm. thinking, thinking, thinking. And our mind is the metaphysical part of us that knows. So brain thinks, mind knows. That's well said. I don't, I don't think I've ever had anybody break it down like that. I think that's a really good way to put it. And, you know, it's interesting because I, I'm trying to remember in which podcast I brought up, you know, is everybody, I think it might've been my mediumship episode, but, you know, talking about, is everyone able to do this stuff? And of course they are, but I want to, I want to play a little bit of devil's advocate and not completely, but just a little bit where it's like, I do find it interesting that, you know, just like, I think I said in, in my last podcast, I said something like everyone has, who has legs can run, but does that yeah. mean that they can be a, an Olympic marathon runner? Right. Right. Um, I do see this stuff as that, not to make it sound like an ego thing, like, oh, all of us who are mediums and psychics are yeah. as good as someone in the Olympics. That's nowhere <laughs> near what I'm trying to say. But I'm just trying to say that the difficulty of achieving is somewhat similar, if I can be honest. There is a lot that you have to go through. It, there's a lot of pain we're willing to suffer through to get to these places. I've found yeah. we have that commonality. Um, and I feel like, yes, everyone is able to is able to, I guess I'll keep the sentence. Capable of, that's it. Capable. Everybody is capable of, yeah. but as you know, as you and I are both learning is on a soul level, we're, as I said, we're here to learn about um, unconditional love and how to be unconditional love. And on earth that's through fear and everybody's in a different place in their evolvement journey. Exactly. And so there's going to be millions upon millions upon maybe billions of people on this planet who will never resonate with any of this, who will not understand a lick of it because that's their journey. And that's what they've chosen on a soul level. And then there will be some who will sort of stay in the middle, middle of it where they'll toe the line between both. Like I get it. I kind of get it. And I'm not sure if I believe in it, but okay. Like I'll follow some of it. And then there'll be people who will be like, I love it. Oh my God, this is amazing. Yes, you're right. Absolutely. And everyone has chosen that, that for themselves on a soul level of where they're going to land. So the, I guess it's the, 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 the whole thing is about capability. Like we all have the capability, but yeah, yeah some, some of us are never going to access it. But if you really truly wanted to access it, if it resonated with you, then, then keep working towards it. And some people yeah. will get bored with it and some people's yeah. traumas will be too difficult to overcome and they won't get there, but you have the, the, the abilities. And if you can't get there, then there are amazing people like Mona who can help you to access some of this information. And that's, thank you, by the way, that's, you know, that's something that I, I do talk to my clients about that are, you know, I'm always like, you know, just your spirit guides waiting for you. You know, they're, they're here. They, they would love for you. I mean, there's nothing more than a, what your spirit guides and lo loved ones in the light want rather than for you to directly communicate with them, of course. Right. And it's just an interesting experience to see who isn't even maybe just ready yet, you know, and it's yep. like, they're, they're letting their mind get in the way. They're letting their distrust. I mean, trust is everything. That I, I yeah. almost could, should have named this the trust podcast. because I always Right. Trust. Yeah. But yeah. You know, that, that's what really gets in that way. But I don't want to, I don't want to spend too much time on this because, oh my gosh, I have so many more things I want you to tell. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, but, the journey is to belief. That's part yeah. of the journey and where you are in the journey of belief. Like I have clients who can, I can sit with and we can have the most amazing session and they walk out of here whistling zippity doo dah. And a week later, they're like, I don't believe any of it. It's all bullshit. Like it's all crap. And that's, that's part of the journey. Yeah. That's part of their journey. Like, because it's fighting with your fear. It's, you know, your ego is going to always mess you up. It's going to always spin you back around in order to in order to help you evolve. And that's the thing we all need to understand is that everything you go through is to help you evolve. Even the bad shit is, yeah. is for your greatest learning in order to evolve. Well said. Absolutely. So, okay. So I want to take you, I want to, I want to ask you another question, take you down the, the reincarnation route here. So you mentioned in your book that the term reincarnation is inaccurate. 
So can you explain this for us? Because I'm excited for you to talk about this. Yes. And it's funny when you say you mentioned in your book as if I wrote it. <laughs> like, <laughs> as, if, say, as if, right. Say. As if Laura Saltman was like, there's no such thing as reincarnation. No, Laura Saltman went into the writing of that book fully 100% believing that in reincarnation and past lives. And then Laura Saltman was channeling information from that one mind, you know, from the universe source, God, whatever you want to call it, that says that reincarnation is an inaccurate term because there is no such thing as reincarnating, right? You're not going into a, a new body in linear time, you are incarnating into every single life. Again, it's all happening. And the way it was explained to me in my first book was that even though we live a certain number of lives, um, we have to evolve into those lives somewhat. So our vibrational energy has to be a match to catching up to that life, essentially. So everything exists as possibility. Um, Deepak Chopra talks about this in, in the field of potentiality. Everything exists mm -hmm. as possibility. There is infinite possibilities for what can happen in your lives and your other fragmented soul lives. And so everything is a choice, again, on earth between love and fear. On other planets, it's a choice between love and some other thing that I don't yet, I haven't evolved yet to understanding. So I'm not there yet for that. Um, and so we have to evolve into those choices. And some of our lifetimes actually can be um, eviscerated. If we go into these heavy, deep channelings and meditations, we can actually um, help evolve our other fragments because we're all connected. So if you're having a struggle in this lifetime, it may be because in a fragmented lifetime, you're having a struggle there. And if you were able to recognize the tether between you, you could help evolve that person. You can actually see into your future and help your future self with things. So you've got sort of a present self. That's you right now. You've got these future selves that you can see. And again, I'm just using terms, human terms, because the are easy mm -hmm. to understand. Mm -hmm. And then you've got your past selves. And we can all connect. Like think of yourself sitting in a movie theater right now, right? And you're watching uh, a movie screen. And it's like Zoom call, right? You know how on Zoom, like you can either have like two people or mm -hmm. 10 people or thousands of people, right? Mm -hmm. So if you were watching, if your soul were watching a video screen right now, you would see all of those fragmented lives going on at the same time and you're all doing different things, but you're all still connected back to that one soul. Does that make sense? Yep. That's kind of like what our soul does. Like our soul are, is an overreaching soul that's connected to everything that's going on and knows everything that's going on. And it's always like knock, 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 knocking at our door, giving us signs and messages, giving us whispers through our own thoughts, sending us songs, guiding us, saying, go left instead of right. Pay attention. Like this is the thing I've been learning about um, our soul. Our soul is like always paying attention. It's always there with you trying to get you to pay attention to it. But we're so freaking busy on this planet mm -hmm. that we don't listen. Like my life is bizarre right now. Cause like if I have a, a negative thought about something, an, a song will pop in my head to remind me not to think that way. Mm -hmm. And then I'll just get a song. Like my life is like, did you, have you seen um, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist? No. It's basically my life where everything is a song. Her entire life is told in songs. And that's kind of one of like, that's one of our soul's little tricks is to, uh, to speak to us through words and songs and music. Mm -hmm. So, but if you're not listening and you're so busy on TikTok, you're never going to get anything other than the song that's playing on TikTok. Right. Because that's where your brain is. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep. You got so, it. So to go a little bit further in what you're explaining here though, just because I feel like it's hard for, for people who are newer to this concept, and I'd like to explain it a little bit more. So you are not technically reincarnating, but yeah. you're explaining how there are, because of the new possibilities, there are, quote unquote, new lives that you take on. So how yes. does that necessarily happen? Is it because of a choice that you make in one life that creates a new life in another? How do you see this? It's so it's vibrational. So it, it matters where you vibrate. It's like you have access to uh, everything. So let's think of it like a computer, Mona. So, you know, your computer shows up at your home and it has all these bells and whistles on it. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're all just sort of like hanging out there like a matzo ball for you to use and connect to. 
So when you first get your computer, you're opening different files and you're using different programs and some of them are very easy and you're understanding them. But the more that you open different files and the more that you understand different things, then you can access other files and other information because now it's starting to, um, to resonate with you more. Like I'll liken it to editing. I'm learning how to edit on Final Cut Pro. And in the beginning, I didn't know what the hell I was doing and I could only do certain things. But as I continued to understand Final Cut Pro, I was able to add more things and more bells and whistles. And now I'm sort of entering a phase where I'm really starting to get into it and I'm finding different things that I never knew existed. Like, oh my God, I can do that. And that's kind of like what's happening on our soul level too. We're, 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 as we're accessing information, as we're learning, then it opens up a whole new conscious level where we can then access other things. And it's the same way with lives. So when you start to understand and recognize that you are more than just this one little body, then your soul can help you access all these other lifetimes and you can then elevate your conscious level and your vibration into other lifetimes. So it's like opening different files for yourself. Does that make sense? Yes. And it's funny yeah. that you brought up computers because that's how I heard it a while back. And that was what really clicked for me was just, I don't know why, but I just, and I don't know, maybe that's why the movie, the matrix was made how it was. It's just an easy way to compare Totally. how it sort of works for the uh, the human brain. So. Well, there's metaphors all over the world for in every type of language, in every movie, in every TV show, in everything we do, in the movies, not only the movies we watch, the games we play, the things we own. There are metaphors for life that are staring us in the face every single day. We just don't often understand them until you get to that conscious level where you're like, oh, oh my God, life is totally like the matrix. Right. <laughs> exactly. So moving on from this, I want to I want to take you to a, a direction about clearing our past life traumas. So mm. you mentioned in an earlier conversation with me that a few years from now, this is all going to become very important work to do on Earth, which is. And by this, sorry, I mean clearing the past life traumas. And I've been hearing that a lot from my community as far as COVID even. We're all kind of preparing for important work on earth. And so it was interesting to think about clearing past life traumas as well because of the very important work that you believe that we are going to have to do. So can you share with us what this is? Absolutely. So whatever you think of it as, whether you think of it as a past life, and again, it doesn't matter, like mm -hmm. it's just words, right? Um, or whether you, you know, recognize and understand that we are living simultaneous lives, you have to know and understand that all of those simultaneous lives, whether they're future selves or present selves, past selves, whatever it is, affect one another. When you are in a lower conscious level, you will not on you, not that you don't understand it, but it won't affect you. And the reason being is when we're at a different level of consciousness, we are, we are unconscious. We don't pay attention to anything but to what's going on right there in our brains and through our ego. So those things are, there, there's no reason to clear them because that's not going to help you. You're just not at a level where, where it's the conscious mind will be able to understand that. But we are in the great awakening. If you've heard this term, Mona, um, and we people are talking it for about 20 years that we are now in a stage of great, a great awakening. The kids who are being born now, the, the Gen Zers and below, they are the Gen Ayers or whatever they're going to be called. I'm going to call them coronials. The next generation <laughs> are the, the most awakened minds that will ever live on this planet. So because they're coming in awake and they're going to help the rest of the unconscious world awaken a little bit. So you are going to see more awakenings and more people understanding and recognizing spirituality. And you're seeing it even now. I mean, thanks to Instagram and Facebook and mm -hmm. other places like that, we're definitely seeing more of that now. But what happens when you open up your conscious mind to the understanding that you are more than just this human body, then all of a sudden you've got some um, file downloads that are corrupted right? So to go back to the computer example. So now your files are corrupted. And now if you don't clear and wipe out your files that are corrupted, it's your computer is not working. Like your body is not going to work the right way. So as you awaken, it is incredibly important to understand that everything affects everything else. And so you want to work with your dreams. 
you want to work in meditation, you want to work with healers and shamans who can help you get into those lives. So you can um, unlock them and clear them and help. And, and it's not a quick fix. Like, it's not just like, Oh, look at me. I, I learned all about, you know, five of my different lives and now I'm good. It's a, it's a daily process. This whole little experiment of a soul being human is something you have to work at every day. Um, and so I work with clients all the time on helping to understand the thing, the ties that bind them. And, and it's interesting because I know you do this work too, when you can figure out those connections. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, exciting to help somebody figure out, help them figure out their connection because they're like, Oh my God, that's why I'm obsessed with this. Or that's mm -hmm. why I always want to. Do and it just make, it just starts to make sense. And then you can get to, I like, I take the energetic scissors and we try to cut cords <laughs> to that, yeah. so that and let that all go. And, um, and there are times when you can really let something go forever. Like there are right. times when there things like I said in the beginning I, that I had a relationship with somebody who I definitely have an interdimensional cosmic relationship with that I cannot let this person go I've done cord cutting with them like I just <laughs> have a tether well in my books um, it came out that in another lifetime he had murdered our two children that we had in that lifetime and then me as well so when I found that out, it was very disturbing to me, mm -hmm. even though it was in my lifetime. Right. So I went into a, uh, a meditation center and they had like all this selenite and which is supposed to really help with um, energy clearing and helping you get into your psychic self. Mm -hmm. So I went into that, that uh, selenite room and I did a meditation into that lifetime and it was very traumatic. It was very hard to see that scenario playing out and what happened. But I saw my soul speaking to me at that time and, and asking me to forgive him, forgive myself, let those chill children go and understand that it was part of my journey. And once I did that in meditation, it was like this elephant had been lifted off my chest and I started feeling so much better after that. And I was able to release some of that that was holding me back in this lifetime because that is what happens. Those other lifetimes hold you back from expressing things in, in uh, other lifetimes. And again, going back to some of the mental illness issues, because my father struggled with mental illness, and I'm very open about the, the fact that mm -hmm. my father committed suicide. Mm -hmm. um, there, you know, he, he would have been somebody who never knew that other, other lifetime circumstances could right. have been affecting lifetime as well. And unfortunately, he might not have believed either. Because, yeah, believe. I, you know, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's what's rough is... Uh, you, we, you know, we may know these things that we believe are absolute truth. And I always tell my listeners, you know, you discern for yourself what feels right for you and where you're at. And there's no judgment either way. But, Absolutely. you know, at the end of the day, if, if you cannot believe that and it can't resonate, you're not going to let your energy let it go, you know, and yeah. that's part of it, too. I mean, it's so interesting what you're saying, because clearly when you did this meditation and you went into this and you were able to relive it and understand the process and what your journey was supposed to be for your involvement you were ready, first of all, or you wouldn't have even yeah. seen it, right? And you yeah. you were ready because you were able to, you know, quote unquote, let it go. But yep. it's so interesting to me because sometimes I have done this work with people who aren't ready. They aren't even able to see it or they're able to see it, but for some reason they can't let it go because it's like, yeah. we need to just sit with it at that level or whatever it may be. So I do want to tell listeners, you know, if you're like, okay, this is amazing. I'm going to go and I'm going to get this process done and everything's going to be okay. It might not. And that's okay. Just be aware of that because yeah. you, you heal at, you know, the level that you're supposed to and when you're supposed to, but it doesn't mean don't try. That's for sure. Absolutely. Um, and everything's purposeful. Like everything yeah. is purposeful. You know, it's just some, and some things are harder to clear than others. I mean, it's just so, and it's, as I said before, it's a process. It's a daily process. It's like some lives, like you may never be able to get through. It's too, it was too traumatic and, and others, it's just like, you might not see it. And when you're ready, You'll, your soul will allow that. So, you know, it's all about those choices. And so if you, if it interests you, why not give it a whirl, right? Why not at least give it exactly. a try? If it, I always tell people, if it interests you, there's a reason it interests you. So just follow that. Yep. Because if yeah. not, first of all, you wouldn't even be listening to this podcast episode. You know right. what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's and another, and another thing I want to tell you too is, is um, some of those tethers 
that we are bound to with all of our lifetimes are great tethers because they spur you to do great things in the world. For example, in my next lifetime, I always joke that in my next life, I'm going to be JLo. And, uh, and it's funny because I know from meditations and writing that in my next life, I'm a little Latina girl and I live in foster care mm. and, um, I am, I work at like a coffee shop and I live in a foster, like a group home foster care. And I, when I found that out, I was like, oh my God, that now totally resonates why I have this soft spot for foster care, why I mm -hmm. work with organization here in Florida that um, works with kids in um, foster care. Like it's part of my journey. Then in my next life, I'm a ballerina um, and I'm actually going to be a very famous ballerina in, you know, in another whatever, however, but that other life that's happening as a ballerina. And she actually donates a lot of her earnings to um, foster care shelters. Mm, so it's tied. The tie is that like, why is that ballerina? So, you know, why is she so passionate about foster care and giving to the homeless? Well, because in her other life, that's happening, you know, concurrently, she is this girl that lives in foster care. And then why am I so tied to that? Because I, I know, you know, both of them. So everything has a rhyme or reason. Every life affects every other life. And that's what I really want people to understand and know that all of these, whether you think of them as past life, present lives, future lives, or just lives, they all do have a connection to one another. So just bringing it back to making a clear point about what the very important work to do on earth will be with clearing these traumas. What, what would you say again? Just, I, I wasn't sure if we were clear about that. Yeah. I mean, I would say that once you get to a, a level where it piques your interest to, to understand like, wait a minute, maybe there is a reason why I'm, I'm struggling with this or what this relationship isn't working out. It's It is, you are then being called to go further, to go deeper. We're all, to answer that question, we are all being called to go further and deeper into the, the um, processes of the mind, into our unconscious selves and begin to heal the, the unconscious thoughts that we hold onto so that we can elevate and evolve the planet. Because the other concept that beyond just, you know, us living simultaneous lives and things are not linear is that every thought you think affects not only your, your fragmented souls, but everything else in the entire cosmos because we all go back to that one cell. We all come from that one cell. When you, when you are not thinking um, from that unconditional love, it is ricocheting into the minds of others as well. So as all of us start to um, understand and wake up, you know, you've heard that term a million times, you know, your awakening, spiritual awakening, it will allow others to wake up. So if you've heard this term about holding space, when somebody is just not there yet. They don't understand it. They think it's all crazy. They, they have that level of belief that's just not there yet. Right. It's upon us, everybody else who is understanding it at whatever level they're at to hold space for that person, to send them a good thought that eventually that they either will learn what they need to learn. And as you said, not everybody is going to get to a point where any of this makes any sense at all. And that's okay. Cause that's part of their journey. But if you can hold space for them, if you can, you know, offer a, a good thought, offer them a meal, offer them money, if that's what they need, whatever they need to help, you know, them evolve, then that's, that's what we all could do to help elevate the entire consciousness of the planet. I love that. And, and for, for those of you who might have heard the term collective consciousness, that's also going into what Laura's explaining too. So I mean, that, that instantly made my mind go to COVID because COVID was such an intense time for the collective conscious because literally the whole world was going through yeah. the same thing for the first time ever, you know, at least I think the first time ever, I don't know what else has happened, but you right. know, it was the first time I'm aware of the entire globe going through the same thing. And so fear had gone rampant. Yes. And that was really an interesting time where it got me, it seeped through me. I've talked about that. I think in my first podcast where I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't do a read. Where's my guides? What's going on? I was completely spiritually blind and I had to find my way again. And it was because I was so dialed into the collective that I just didn't know how to see, quote unquote, on my own. Yeah. Well, that's your empathic nature as well. So yeah, exactly. Because, because you are an empath, you are picking up on that energy even further. I mean, listen, it's not like I didn't pick up on it as well. I definitely, you know, we're all connected. So I did pick up on that. But you have to, um, I don't know if the word is rise above. That's more of a human word than a spirit word. But right. 
again, because we're talking in human words here, but you have to rise above it. You have to see it through a different lens. You have to get rid of your human eyes and you have to open your third eye and see it through the eyes of spirit, through, see it through the eyes of love. Like, okay, well, this what is this time on the planet teaching us? How is this evolving us? Are we better than we had been before? Because the last um, really collective consciousness uh, moment that everybody was caught up, even if they weren't caught up in it was, of course, was, you know, World War, uh, the World Wars. And mm -hmm. then the mm -hmm. and so are we better than we were before than what happened in the wars and in the Holocaust? We have evolved beyond that, right? right. So we have to look at and say, yes, we have evolved. So now we've got this next tragic event that is trying to evolve us forward and make us better than we were before. And the other way to have seen that situation, and this, this kept coming up for me in meditation, I was doing live meditation every night in the month of March and April, was that we have destroyed this planet with our um, consumerism and consumption mm -hmm. and industries and our corporate profiteering. And the earth needed a chance to heal. So I kept yeah. saying, if I said to you, that if we don't pause for four months, the earth is not going to exist and it's basically going to implode. Would you sit in your house and shut the hell up for four months? If you right. knew the way to actually keep our planet churning was that, more people would probably sh shut the hell up, right? They'd probably be like, okay, yeah, I want this. I want to live on this planet. Our planet needed a healing. And so that manifestation is in what's called circumstances that look like COVID, that look like all of the things that we go through, all the tragic, terrible, horrible things we go through are these circumstances that are meant for a reason. Everything in life has a rhyme or reason. We as a human don't accept reasons, don't understand reasons, sometimes don't believe in the reasons, right. but that's is it. It all has a reason. There's something beneath the tragedy. And and that's really when you can use your eyes of spirit, when you can use the eyes of the soul, you can start to see it through a different lens. Doesn't mean you're not caught up in it. Doesn't mean it doesn't hurt on a <laughs> yeah. level. Doesn't mean your heart doesn't break. I mean, my heart breaks for what I've seen in the world. Yeah. But we're just being called to, like if spirit could knock on our door, they would say, here, let me give you these binoculars so you can see it through through the way we see it. Because right. from the eyes of God, from the eyes of spirit, source, universe, whatever you want to call it, everything is perfect as is. There's a, there's a quote in my, um, in my third book, The All That Is, and it says that we always wish for world peace, right? Well, spirit would say, don't wish for world peace, wish for a more peaceful world. Because when we have world peace, then there's no reason to be here on this planet. And we will, this planet would basically go away and it would become a lonely, a lonely planet, what's called a lonely planet. To wish for a more peaceful world allows that everybody is here doing the work exactly the way it had been chosen on a soul level. So they're two very different concepts, world peace and a more peaceful world. Interesting. I've never thought about that. Hmm. I like that. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like to phrase how I make my wishes and my prayers. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, exactly. And Miss America, she'll do that too, right? Because she always, yeah. you know, let's send her, let's send her, let's send her, let's send her a couple of memo. Oh, I want to wish for world peace. Well, it's like, guess what? Let me send you my book. Don't wish for world peace anymore. <laughs> The world, right? Stop um, saying it like that. Thank you so much. Um, and what I've learned in channeling is that there's actually many lonely planets that uh, you know that exist where they did evolve into unconditional love, did understand their their connection and, and why they were there, and then they didn't need that planet anymore. So then they moved on to other places and spaces. So Earth, one day, it's going to be a long time, uh, and it won't be in this body or many of the other bodies that we're currently in, 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 you know, linear time, but eventually this planet will like, there won't be a reason for it anymore. We've learned what we needed to learn. And so, and by the way, the other thing Mona is this is not the first inception of planet earth. Planet earth has been turned over many times. I have heard that. Yes. Yeah. Which is, Oh my gosh. I don't know if we want to go and blow up <laughs> those minds with that one. <laughs> Let's just call this the mind blowing. <laughs> You know, what's interesting, though, is that even when we're talking about how, you know, it's always funny, like there's some memes that I find on social media that crack me up because it's like the, the funny alien that's like time is an illusion or like weird people that are like time is an illusion. And I say that all the time when I have the right person to say it to. But 
what's interesting is, yes, time in human sense is an illusion, but there has got to be some form of time, some form of measure, because even I'm just wondering this right now, actually, even as we're talking about all of this, you know, there's still evolve. If, if something's evolving, that's time, because that means that something's happening after something else has occurred. Yeah. So that's I, what's so interesting. Yeah. To me. I'm like, there is still time. It's just not right. how the humans. Understand well, there it. is right. There's time and space. Earth is a, is a physical planet where there is time and space. So when you, I just again two two two. I just saw two 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 when I said that. Uh, <laughs> I'm watching the time ticking, and I'm all, every time I say something like I see when I get like the angel numbers. But there is time and space on Earth. We do live on a time and space space planet. When we cross over or die or whatever you want to call it, which is basically just slowing our vibration down enough mm-hmm. to leave the body behind. Then we cross over to the other realm where there is no time and space. So we can't fully comprehend and understand it because we're not meant to, because we don't want to get too far outside of our human selves or we're not enjoying the journey of being human. Um, but it's really just because it does feel that way on earth, that there is time and space. So everything feels linear, but you can actually speed up or slow down time with your mind. You just may not realize it, but like, let's say yeah. when you're at the you're having an amazing time and you say to yourself, Oh my God, where did the time go? Well, when you're in joy, you're speeding up time because it just, it goes by so quickly. But when you're sitting at your desk in school and your teacher's droning on like a peanut, then <laughs> it feels like, Oh my God. This is never ending. Okay. So we're actually slowing down time by the simple act of us being pissed off that it's so boring. Right. Right. So we actually can manipulate time and space on earth if we actually knew how to do it. And of course it always goes back to belief. If you believe you could manipulate time, then you could get somewhere much faster, but we don't believe that because that's just, you know, it's so hard to believe on a, on a human level, especially when you're tied to the collective that, that time and, and uh, you know, time and space doesn't exist and that we can manipulate it. So it'll be hard to do. Yeah. My husband and I love having debates of is time travel possible? Yes. <laughs> and just, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm of the, uh, I'm, I'm of the mindset that quite honestly, anything is possible because yeah, if you believe Everything is possible if you believe. That's what spirit would say. Everything is possible if you believe. Getting to that belief is real hard in these little bodies that we're tied to. And that's the journey that all of us are on. Like we are tiptoeing into belief with every step that we take, with every podcast we listen to, with every book we read, with every meditation we do, with every channeling, with every tarot reading, with everything that you're doing um, as a soul being human is just part of moving you towards belief. Exactly. And, you know, sometimes you'll think you got there and then you'll have some crazy moment where you just begin to deny everything and then just feel like you're almost rebuilding all over again. And I've gone through that. And And that's part of the process. That's part of it. I was just reading that today. One of the quotes in my book about that is that you, it has, it's part of like anybody who's out there, who's a spiritual healer or spiritual teacher who is telling you that if you just do this and do that and you'll live the most amazing life and nothing bad will happen. They're they're just not involved yet because that is not the journey. The journey is to learn. And so if you are so highly evolved that nothing is happening to you, what are you doing here? So (laughs) We have to have those faith shakers in order to evolve beyond it. Because there's a a quote that I love that was given to me in channeling. And that is, wherever there is still pain, there is still fear. So whether it's a physical pain or an emotional pain, if you have any pain, if anything has happened to you in your life, any circumstance gets thrown your way, it is spirit. It is, you know, the universe trying to guide you to recognize and understand that there's still unhealed unconscious thoughts that you're holding on to that have to be transformed back into love. And that is a journey. I'm not- laughing because you're literally answering the next question I had for you, which okay. is asking you about how fear is an illusion and that anything fearful is not really actually happening to us. So I'm just yes. saying right now, well, please yeah, understand. I, <laughs> back to the matrix. Like when it comes to that, it's like, you know, it's like the mind is just creating this, all of this. Like mm-hmm. if we, 
if we cross back over and I go back to that imagery of like sitting in a movie theater and watching all your lives happening simultaneously, and then like your soul is be like, eh, let's move that character away. Let's burn that person's, let's burn that one's house down. Ooh, let's get have that one um, get caught up in a bank robbery. Oh, let's let this one over here find love. Let's give her her dream job. <laughs> you know, it's like, right. Our soul is giving us all these things. And it's like, it's a, it's a creation of the one mind. So everything that's happening everywhere is a creation of one mind entertaining itself. Right. Basically. Yeah. And it's, it's so hard to, Oh, it's such a hard one because in certain ways I'm able, you know, I know that's true and I'm able to live knowing that sometimes. But of course, you know, it's, it's when you're caught up, right, again, and you're just living your life and you're in the grind. And, you know, and for me, the hardest concept for me is because obviously, you know, you get it as a mom, like kids are literally everything to you, you know, your children. And for me, it's always like, man, like the fact that like, I can have almost anything taken away from me. And I just, I get it. Yeah. It's like, it's life. It's nothing. It's energy. It's like, whatever. Right. But I have not come to terms with the fact that understanding if my kids were ever taken from me or, you know, anything like that. It's like, I'm always like, man, why can't I evolve from, you know, this is me really being vulnerable here and telling everybody that, but it's true. It's, it's not something where I know better, but I just can't quite bring myself up to that spiritual level of knowing that truth and, and living that truth when it comes to being a mom. And it, it's yeah. probably something with past lives that I'll have to look at, even though I've looked at other scenes. Well, but- I mean, that's a common fear though. Like I think that's a fear for anybody because you're, you know, you're the love, the deep love that we have for those little beings, you know, our children uh, is so, it goes runs so deep that it's very common. So you're picking up on a collective fear, first of all. Uh, But as I said, you know, just, just earlier, wherever there is still pain, there is still fear. So it's just, it's just trying to evolve you into the, the knowing that you are, you are the one, you are love, that you, um, every thought creates the life that you see. And we're just not there in the belief and we're just not there in letting go of the amnesia of the soul. So we still have those fears. So I say, because, you know, this has happened to me, you have to mitigate fear. Understand its hold over you and its power. Um, Work with it. Try to chip away at fear. Try to, you know, do the loving kind thing for both yourself and others but mitigate it. So if you still have that fear and you can't get rid of it, do whatever you need to do in order to mitigate your fear. Be human, but also also be spirit. That's also, that. that's yeah. what spirit always says to me too. Like it's always reminding, like this isn't a, um, a how, this is like, like, oh no, this isn't a should, like this isn't, you should live your life this way. It's yeah. a how we, how can we be living our life? Use it as often as possible. Do whatever you can to work with the fear, but know that you're here for a reason. You decided to, to be a human and be pre- in this present self and to recognize this and remember this present self because you're here being human. So enjoy the experience of being human. Understand that certain things happen and that there's fears to get over and just work with them and then, then do as much spiritual work as you can. Put aside time to, to live in your beingness. Spirit always says to me, it's being versus doing. Less doing and more being. Yeah. Spending more time with your soul self, recognizing and understanding who you are. And, and less time in the, I got to do this. 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 Cause that's how you will eventually move through those fears. But we all have a long way to go. Honestly, like if you're listening to this podcast, we all, none of us are spiritual masters. No. Uh, we are, you're all masters in the making and we're here, you know, learning and learning and learning and learning. And we will be for eons to come. So enjoy the process but work with your spirits, your guides, your angels, your souls, your messengers, and all of that. I think that's a really great way to end it. I mean, man, I could keep going for you forever, but time time is going over anyway. And this was a perfect ending that was beautifully said. I just want to reiterate to the listeners again, how great of advice you gave of just mitigating. And, you know, we, we can't forget we're human. We're only human, you know, and, and, 
something that really rubs me the wrong way is, you know, sometimes if I have like someone who's really close to me in my life, you know, I'm not going to name names, but someone in the family being like, yeah, you're you're a shaman. You can't feel this way. I'm like, seriously, dude, I'm a human. I'm going to feel the thoughts that I have and I'm going to be annoyed sometimes. And I do try to live my life in 5D and with love and see everything that way. And it makes me better. I get it. But you know what? Sometimes you slip. And so, you know, it was interesting when you were talking about mitigating the fear, you know, that, that is what I'm doing with COVID. I, I am openly telling people, you know, I have been uh, staying at home. I'm staying away from everything. I am very much isolating. It is what feels right to me. And I'm just, I have that conviction in my soul. It's like, it's what I'm supposed to do. I don't even care what anyone thinks, what anyone says. I don't live in fear. I am loving my life every day, even though my heart goes out to everyone who is having a hard time. But, you know, it's not like things haven't affected me either. But I've right. learned to evolve from it, you know, and I'm okay with that. And I've done what I can to mitigate the fear. So I love what you said there because it was just, I needed to hear it again to remind me that I very much so feel like I've been doing that and, it, and it's been what's right for me. So yeah. I can just tell you, preach sister. <laughs> I loved that. So I have written four, I have to tell you though, I have written four books um, and they, all the books say the same thing about that, about like, there will always be circumstances to move through. There will always be such always be situations to move through. That is the process. So remember that I write, I channel quotes every single day um, on my Instagram wisdom of the all. And I mean, I've channeled a thousand plus quotes now and it's all about that. Like that's what it's all these quotes are about Mm -hmm. is like, Work with your spirit guides, but understand and recognize that you are a human at times. And this is this is how you can be working. Like they're they're really beautiful quotes and they help me. And they, a lot of them are about what's going on in my own life when I'm getting tripped up and when I'm having those those, you know, non-shaman-y like days. Mm-hmm. So it's always there to remind me and say, This is how you could be doing it if you were paying attention to your what your soul is trying to tell right. you. Right. Right. It's and, and you know what? No one's ever going to be perfect because like you said about the, the world peace, you know, it's like you wouldn't even be here if you were perfect and everything, you know, if you didn't care if your kids died because you get it. And, you know, yeah, it's right. like that's you just wouldn't be here. And I think that was another really great takeaway that you shared. I yeah. love that, Laura. Thank you. So I just want to let people know where they can find you on social media. You're at Laura Saltman on all social media platforms, which is Twitter, Facebook and Instagram as well as as wisdom of the all and your books are available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble and walmart.com. And for one-on-one readings who, which I really recommend Laura is so wise and amazing. And I just love all of her knowledge. Listeners can go to laurasaltman.com backslash work with me. And I also want to plug your uh, well world TV, Laura, Laura's the host on well world TV at world world TV and does live tarot and Oracle readings every Wednesday at 12 PM Eastern on Instagram and has a weekly interview show. Wake up well at 11 AM Eastern, where she shares inspirational and educational stories and advice for wellness seekers. Thank you so much, Laura. This was such a great episode and I'm so grateful for your time. Oh, thank you for having me on. You know, I could talk about this for 10 hours. So, and we have, <laughs> we, have I know, we actually really have, <laughs> I would love to have you back. So hopefully we can do it again. All right. Okay. Thanks Mona for having me. And uh, thanks everyone for listening. Bye Laura. Bye. That was such a fun episode. I love talking about past lives which now I'm seriously going to have just in the back of my mind, like, do I really want to call it past lives? I don't know what else to call it. I'm going to come up with a name. But it's, it's so fascinating. Energy is so fascinating. And I just hope you really enjoyed the thought-provoking conversation that I just had with Laura. She's so wise. She has really great input on things. And I, as you might know from the prior episode that I had posted with Amy White, you know, channeling is just such an incredible experience. You know, it's just so interesting to be able to hear what spirit has to say, what the wise ones in the light have to say. Uh, Truthfully, I am being called to work with uh, wisdom in the light. And so I will keep you posted on what that looks like for me. I have found a brand new shamanic teacher that I am very excited to 
start a new chapter of my growth with. I've been having really interesting dreams and I am not a typical dreamer. I am, I don't remember my dreams often and never have. And then, you know, there's always the random ones that I would remember that are just something wacky, but I've been getting a lot of messages in my dreams. I have been getting a lot of downloads and information and I just feel like this is an incredible time for me and I'm grateful for the uh, ascension, so to speak, that I know is coming. And I'm really excited to share that with you all and whatever it is that I learned that I can pass on. And, and hopefully, again, at the end of the day, I just want to reiterate that this podcast is all, number one, about helping you heal and whatever that looks like. Knowledge, bringing healing, information on modalities, bringing you healing, finding someone you want to work with that I've interviewed maybe that would be healing for you, whatever it is, that is my number one goal and of course, it's also to highlight these amazing light workers in my life. I am so blessed, I have to say, that during this interview at one point, my mind trailed off for just a second thinking, wow, I am so freaking lucky to know so many incredible people that have such beautiful wisdom that come from such a good place that aren't selfish, that just truly want to do this and give their time to be on my podcast to help you listeners out in whatever way they can and to share that light. So I just want to share my gratitude in your, your participating with me as a listener, share my gratitude in everyone who's been on my podcast so far, the people I have booked that will be on my podcast in the future. And I end this episode just with deep gratitude. Thank you, as always, for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you like what you heard, please take a moment to subscribe and rate and review it wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'd really appreciate that. You can also find me on Instagram at Healing with Mona and visit my website at www.consciousheelingco.com and send me a message there if you want to work with me one-on-one. Until next time, this is Mona Loring signing off and sending you all the good vibes.